I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f she wants. Oh, I about to go stupid again. She had no roof for the best. I'm about to do it again. I'm a fuck two of her friends. Just made a flip out of the walk. Fuck the Frank Mueller. I jump out the jeweler again. I fuck my money up on the re-up, but I got it right back and I blew it again. Oh, hey, pay for the bricks. Back selling nicks like you and again. So see, so what shit start you and again? Clear it out, get stick and out. Flip where mouse, I ain't never about to give him. Yo, what up? You are now listening to the Super Good Podcast. Super good. Uh, presented by Mob. Um, it's been a minute, you know what I mean? But uh, we figured it was time to get back together and discuss some stuff. Uh, you know, while we're going through this whole coronavirus uh, pandemic. So I am... Your host for the night, King Jamil, and we're gonna let everybody introduce themselves as we normally do. Oh, it's your boy Captain Lamar. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta go again, Day. Hey, this is Day. What's going on? It's Devin Jahan. Oh, it's amazing. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, first, before we get started, just want to let you know that we have changed the name of the podcast, um, to the Super Good Podcast or Super Good The Podcast. Um, reason being is, as those who've been listening know, we didn't change the mini member of the mob. Uh, (laughs) So, uh, we felt like to kind of bring it all home, it was best to find a name that's, that could stick. And then it'll be always presented by the mob. So that way when people branch off and do their own things, um, you know what I mean? There's no there's no shade, there's no hate, it's, it's enough love for everybody to do whatever. Um, all love. But it all came from the, the start of the mob. So um, all of that to say, check out Devin Jahan's new podcast, The Happy Hour. Um, got it started not too long ago. So, you know, dope, dope content as usual. Um, Appreciate that, brother. It's the mob. So, you know, anybody got something they want to do, feel free to branch off and, and create. It's enough out here for everybody to have fun and enjoy. So that's kind of where we want to go with it this time around. All right. Um, to get right into it, I'm going to start with something that happened recently. Hopefully everybody sort of heard about it before we get to the seriousness of what the coronavirus is. So a survival moment from the NFL draft that happened. When was the draft? May? April. April. Uh, late April. So the Cowboys drafted wide receiver C.D. Lamb. Um, what school did he go to? Oklahoma. Kevin, you would know that one, I thought. <laughs> Alabama? Was it Alabama? Alabama or Oklahoma. Okay. Well, he's the top receiver in the draft class this year. Um, so it was a Oklahoma. viral moment in which um, he was on the phone. Uh, he was on one phone. He had another phone in his hand. And his girlfriend was sitting next to him, proceeded to take the phone out of his hand as if she was going to answer the phone. He then uh, very discreetly snatched that shit back out of her hand. Um, and people, you know, took that all kinds of ways on Twitter and social media or whatever. Um, so we want to just ask, was it disrespectful of him? Yeah. The phone out of her hand? Or was it just blown out? That was definitely blown that, up. That, that amazing girl first, and she talking about some y'all. It's not disrespectful. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's disrespectful. That's not the word I would use, but 
I mean, if she snatched it, I would have snatched it back too because this is my phone. But at the same time, why you, why you, why you so quick to get it back? <laughs> That's it. I don't think it's necessarily disrespectful because she. I'm trying to be an adult here because I probably would have snatched it too. But she didn't have to snatch it. She could have said, "Hey, let me see." Hey, let me see. Well, I was looking at something and um. I think they said like his manager or coach or somebody was calling him while he was on the phone with somebody else and he snatched it because he didn't want her to answer. So it looked a little shady. But like if I think about it, if I'm in a serious moment like that and like somebody's grabbed my phone and I didn't want them to, you know, answer if the coach is calling me. But at the same time, I'm on another important call. I might snatch it real quick, too, because you don't have time to explain like, oh, no, don't answer because blah, blah, blah. So I'm the fuck up the money. She was on the fuck up with money. Yeah. That's what I've seen in there. <laughs> she was trying hey, she to take me. It, it looked a little shady how everybody tried to put it on Twitter. It, it was it looked a little shady, but after hearing that, I feel like if I was in that situation, I would have did the same. Yeah, I mean I think like you said, the look mm-hmm. of it was <clears throat> was pretty bad. Um in either scenario though. How like it's regular niggas snatching the phone in that situation, first and foremost. That's number one. Number two, though, I mean, yeah, I mean, but even still, like you on national, t- I don't think the NFL thought all that through about like how stuff would go on at home, like when people at home with their families, because then you had the one joint when the mother snatched the girl off the dude lap. But um, in that particular instance, like yeah, it was. It was funny to look at, but either way, I think, you know, you got to play your card, shorty. Don't be grabbing my man's phone on national yeah. television at that. Yeah, that's how I felt. I felt, oh, I mean, when it went viral the way it did, because everybody was saying how quick he was with the hands, and that's why he played receiver, and da 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 But I took it like, how often does she do that? You know what I'm saying? Like, how often does... He answered his business calls. Like I'm pretty sure it don't happen too often. And then like they said, no business till now. You know, if it's like he getting drafted, he might have been talking to the coach while the agent was calling. There was something along those lines. So I felt like, yeah, he he should snap the phone. And then too, I felt that that's not his that's not his wife. Like you let your wife answer your business shit. Cause she probably know what's up. She probably handles some of that stuff. Your girlfriend, you know what I'm saying? You don't really let your girlfriend like that answer your business calls, especially when you try to make an impression on these folks. So I think it was blown out of proportion. She did come out on Twitter and say uh, what the story was. And then, you know, people on social media do their, their, their background because apparently she is Trey Young's ex-girlfriend. So... It made it look like they both went to Oklahoma. Okay. Made it look they both like went to Oklahoma. She was trying to get on some kind of way. So yeah, yeah. It was just one of them viral moments from the draft that it was. It was funny, like you said, they did have that moment where uh, uh, Sugar Mama snatched a white girl up off her baby lap. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That was hilarious. Now that was the worst one. Now was that disrespectful? Bro? It was like it was like the white girl was kind of arguing with her too at the same time. She was like, she ain't moving. She snatched her ass. My man, my man put the hat on, put his head down, like, y'all embarrassed the hell out of me on TV. <laughs> Sugar mama wasn't happening. All right. Yeah, um, I, I think that's a conversation you need to have with 
everybody before the cameras get around. Like, yo, don't don't be acting brand new. Don't be trying to go like pre-draft dinner. Chill. Right, you know, you you talk to them, bro. I think a lot of people, a lot of females, a lot of family members were trying to make a scene for themselves around that time too. So that happens a lot. Yeah. So again, just wanted to start off with something light. It was a good moment. Uh, social media had its laughs. We had our laughs. But moving into what's really killing us all right now. Uh, no, no cap on that one. Um, is the coronavirus, <laughs> COVID nineteen. <laughs> Sorry. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was just a way it flows. I'm bad. I thought... <laughs> yeah. Yo, so what's, I want to get everybody log it off this motherfucker right now. <laughs> Man, they be all right. Uh, everybody thoughts on it because you know we are in what is it like week eight of you know the, the, the stay home order or the self quarantine yeah, or whatever. whatever. Um, yeah. so, you know, just everybody thoughts on it, what you've been up to during that time, how you've been keeping up, how you've been staying sane, um, you know what I mean? Like, what's been going on with you during this whole pandemic? Um, <laughs> well, I'm still working, so nothing has changed there. Um, I'm not, I don't have to go in at all. I do everything from home, but I'm still working, um, and I feel like I'm staying sane. Like, I'm not pressed to be out and about. I like the break. I'm able to save money. Um, and, yeah, I'm cool. I like it. I don't want to go back to work anytime soon. So, this is nice. Um, so, so, me, I've been oh, go ahead, back Kev. and You got it, though. No, go ahead, Kev. Uh with me, I've been teleworking and going to work uh, here and there. Um, like with me, man, it's just been uh, – I'm cool with this whole quarantine, stay-at-home, like, because I you know, I kind of got used to being at home by myself or, like, distance from people when I was, like, away in the Army and stuff like that. So this ain't nothing new to me for real, for real. You know, thinking about the uh, this whole coronavirus thing, you know, at first – I. I I kind of think it could be like right now we could be in a lot of uh, a better position if you know old boy in the office, uh, in the White House you know would have listened to his his counterparts and you know would have made moves quickly but here we are you know uh, but I've been staying saying myself you know chilling drinking wine lately so. Mm-hmm. That's all I've been doing for for working, drinking wine, chilling with the fiance. That's it. That dropped the f word out there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm muted. <laughs> Shit. Um, for me, as a teacher, so we have well, same thing. We we are quote unquote working, but um, don't have to, obviously can't go into the building at all. Um, so I've been, and we, I, every county is different. My particular jurisdiction, we pretty much teach quote unquote once, once a week. Um, so I ain't gonna hold you in the meantime, you know, Instacart been popping for a brother. So, uh, I do that pretty much all day. Um, and then I've also, as, as King Smoke mentioned earlier, I've been able to take the downtime to, um, get other things and other ventures started as far as the happy hour podcast on youtube plug that one more time um 
I got my business and license stuff uh, getting ready for a clothing line and I want to drop hopefully sometime in the fall. Fall. Um, and then, yeah, so the one, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. I've just been using this time to make more money, stack money. I done paid off some debt. Um, and then normally this would be our prime time, like basketball season for AAU. So using that free time to, like I said, I've been trying to run, run more, just trying to stay active, man. Keep my mind moving, keep my mind, um, uh, moving on to different things that I want to do. I got a, I, I've been planning another YouTube channel where I'm working on my singing a little bit. So I'm going to be like releasing covers of different songs that I want to sing and posting that online as well. So. That's what I've been That's doing. That's when you start singing. Right. Huh? I mean, I can always sing a little tune. You know, you just can't put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I serenade these hats. Like, no. Um, but that's pretty much it, man. Trying try to stay sane and stay productive at the same time and not, not let it overtake me. So I don't watch the news a lot. Um, different stuff like that. Because it, 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 it can weigh on you and your mind, your body, your spirit, and I've never been one to live in fear, so I've been one to live smart, but never live in fear. So I can't live in fear of no virus or disease. Down now, what they're calling it. <clears throat> All right, Miss Amazing, what you been up to? Um, well, um, I am still working. I have work to do. I don't necessarily work, but um, I have work to do. I am bull out of my mind. I'm crazy. It's not necessarily that I want to go outside, but I don't want to be here. <laughs> um, I've been doing a lot of yoga. I've actually been staying active. I've never ran in my life, but I run a lot. I run more than I have. I don't run a lot. Um, yeah, it's this. It's, it was fucking me up in the beginning a lot, like mentally. Um, it's it's gotten better. I think I found more things for me to do, but um, I still want to go outside. I'm not going outside tomorrow or this weekend, but I do want to go outside. Well, we technically still can. It's warm this weekend now. I'm sorry. It's supposed to be really warm this weekend now. Yeah, it's supposed to be nice. I mean, I'll go outside, like on the porch, maybe to the mailbox. I might actually do that. Well, you're gonna stay home until June 1st. Well, that's gonna change again, too. Uh. And it don't matter, people still go out regardless. Yeah, I mean, I'm, if they decide to open Charles County, all these PG people gonna go right to Charles County, and then all y'all gonna be infected. Going to home good. <laughs> I believe is Charles County wasn't listed as one of the the. Well, no, they're still deciding, but I'm just saying uh, if they do, then they got um they run out of time. <laughs> Most people are gonna assume that they're just following the Maryland. Um, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know what Charles County gonna do. Uh, I am excited tomorrow. Uh. I actually get to go back in my building. Um, oh, for real? And it's not for long. Like, they broke it down where we can go in in phases of, like, the departments. Each department has a time slot, um, pretty much an hour just to go in your room, kind of get anything that you might need. It's not a clean out, so it's not like we end in the school year, get your shit, and see you next year. 
Um, but it's just to pick up anything that you might have needed while this was, um, you know, while we were out. Because I know me personally, I didn't, I knew about the virus, but I didn't know how severe, I didn't know it'd be this bad, um, you know, when they said it. So when it was like, we're going to be out for two weeks, I'm thinking, all right, I'll be back in two weeks. So it's a free vacation and then I'll be back in. But obviously it's been eight weeks now and no school is going to resume the way we know it. Um, even it might not resume till January from what I keep hearing. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, so during this time, same thing. I've been keeping busy with the Instacart stuff, um, making personal runs for folks. Um, <laughs> um, but I've been working, making money to get my house done. So like I've pretty much been funded every damn thing I wanted to do so far with this house through that time to make some extra money. I didn't got every gadget I wanted, um, every appliance so far. So I've been trying to be wise in that. Um, you know what I mean? Because it's, it's money that I wasn't getting at the time like like that on top of my paycheck. So um, the teaching stuff sucks. The kids don't do no work. Um, I'm making assignments for people who ain't logging on. Um, Facts. My seniors are about to be gone. So literally in one class, I have four kids left that I have to make assignments for, which is pointless. Um, and during the year, in a normal setting, I could just finesse it, but I can't really do that with the online stuff. But yeah, other than that, man, I'm staying positive. I'm good. Uh, I had a, a, a lapse of uh, mental capacity. I kind of started to feel that social withdrawal because you can't, go out and do and then people kind of act funny about you coming over and seeing them and stuff when you know what i mean um so thankfully i have close friends and family that are okay like we're all safe and taking care of ourselves so i get to go hang out and see people not confined to the house um but yeah i mean i ain't complaining too much um and then as a teacher you know what i mean some are about to pop anyway so I was gonna be home regardless, so we just gotta, not, we got, uh, not be too much more after a couple of weeks. But I know for everybody else, it's a little different. Um, two months on our vacation, out, buddy. Out and stuff. <laughs> All right, so um, I did want to ask, amazing, being that you are a mom, um, you know, and no one will be know now about all of this. How scary is it for you with trying to navigate through? the world as we know it now with your child being at the forefront of everything that you do. You on mute. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't read the note. Um, <laughs> it caught me off guard. But um scary until you said something. Mr. <laughs> niggas, man. Oh shit. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, it's not necessarily scary. I already, um, do you mean as far as like the social distancing part of it or like as a whole, like, like I guess like, yeah, the social distancing, like the adjustments that we've been, um, what's the word, recommended to make? Yeah, like how is that different? Because you got to do it for yourself and then also you got to do it for your little one. Okay, so that's where my mental... Um, failure, I guess you can say, came into play. Um, in the beginning, when I was, when, when we started being on lockdown, her daycare was still open. So okay. I kind of got a break during the day. Like I wasn't, I didn't have a lot of work to do. So I was getting a break during the day, but I pulled her out a week before like they closed um, daycares for essential workers. And um, that's when the rash yeah. came. She wants to eat. Sure. 
she talks all day. Um, she's very clingy. So me trying to get like a mental break all while working with her was like really, really hard. And then I never took her outside. Like she didn't go outside. She didn't walk to the mailbox. She didn't go sit on the porch because um, she's a germaphobe. Like she doesn't, she doesn't like dirt. She doesn't like any of that stuff. Everything is nasty. Um, everything is dirty. So I didn't take her outside for a very long time. And then I kind of gave in because it was like, she was eating tissue. Like picking up and it was driving me crazy because I started reading all these things and I'm like, okay, so you're not crazy. Like you're not used to being in the house, not being around other kids, always being up under me. So I started taking her to the mailbox <laughs> when I took out the trash. Oh, I don't take out trash. When I take out the recycle, because I don't take out trash. Just the recycle. Um, and then just probably two weeks ago, I started letting her play outside and it helped me a little bit. But she don't like to play outside that long. She'll be outside for two minutes. So it's really hard for me. It's not scary. It's just hard mentally because it's like I'm trying to learn her as a toddler alone and then learn her behavior now as her being on lockdown and not understanding why she can't leave the house or why she can't go play or why mommy's home 24-7. Um, so it's, it's not scary but it's it's challenging it's definitely challenging um i also the whole thing you said about you know people looking at you funny when excuse me when you want to come see them i don't go see nobody i don't want nobody to come see me um a couple friends have hey you know come on bring her over no i don't i'm, I'm not bring her anywhere <laughs> and i don't want to be rude and be like hey i don't know what you have in your house or what you're what you're doing but I won't bring her out the house like she doesn't she doesn't go to anyone's house not even her grandmother her father's house but I picked her up early so yeah she doesn't go anywhere it's just it's very different it's 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 different but I don't live in fear that so anybody had any guilty pleasures during this time? Because, you know, we get a lot of time to ourselves, a lot of time to, to you know, like uh, Devin Jahan said, branch off and do some things that we might not have sat down and made time for. So anybody have a guilty pleasure that they've been able to kind of dive into a little bit, a little <laughs> selfishly maybe even um, during this time? Dang. I don't know. Honestly, uh, really, shit. I've been doing the same thing. Honestly, stuff for going like you know, going out the stores and stuff like that. I haven't really been doing nothing that's different. I, yeah, I wouldn't. I don't know if I want to call it a guilty pleasure. I think I I think more so, but I haven't changed much. I never went out that much anyway. Um, like Kevin just said, you know, some maybe going to the mall, but I would say I think I used to not, I used to take like comfort in the fact that I was doing Instacart, I was making money. Um, and I would tell people all the time, like, you know, sad to say in a, in a pandemic or a bad situation, but this, this has kind of like been good for me. Um, so I think it's the guilty pleasure in knowing that I've I mean, kind of like turned a negative into a positive personally. Now, I know it's affected different people in different ways and it's been traumatic for people. But for me, it hasn't been a traumatic experience. Um, 
it's been very beneficial as far as being able to clear my mind, um, focus on certain things, like we mentioned, and, and, you know, get different things done. And I'm also still learning a lot about myself during this time, because now you're really, really forced to spend more time with yourself. So I guess the guilty pleasure is I learn myself more, you know what I'm saying? Like, I learn my different interests. I'm learning more about my personality now than I knew, known when I was consumed with so many other outside things. So now, you know what I mean? I've just taken the time to really learn more about who Devin Jahan is and what Devin Jahan wants to do and who supports Devin Jahan and who doesn't. Um, and not that I take any offense to it, but I also – I'm a little touchy about, like, certain people, like, don't want to see you, can't see you, you know what I mean? Like, that comes with trust and shit. But as far as you answer your question, I think that would be, like, my guilty pleasure. I've been I've been enjoying educating myself on who I am. Sorry to go so long with it. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. What have I... Um... Guilty pleasures during this this pandemic. Yeah, so I don't know if I would call it a guilty pleasure, but I mean, I just feel like I've had more time to do things and actually sit down and like, because I would always do stuff like here and there, but sometimes going to work and then trying to do other stuff and then fit little stuff in your schedule is just like exhausting. But since I'm home, even though I'm supposed to be teleworking from nine to five, I probably only like work maybe three hours a day so I have a lot of time to do stuff so I've been um like wedding planning a lot um what else I've had time to like really do some house stuff and lay some things out so that's all it's made time for me or helped me make time to plan for the future and do stuff like that so I like it I enjoy it I hope I'm home till like September. I don't care. Sorry for y'all that don't like to be in the house, but I ain't tripping. Yeah, mine, like I said, it's just the house stuff. I, I mean, things that I had originally planned to like take my time on, I really don't have to do that right now. So I'm like trying to pimp this motherfucker out all the way around. Like I. And rip the carpet up in one of the rooms. I'm about to, probably about to get one of them QLED TVs. Cause that shit clears your ass. It's so uh other room. Yeah. <laughs> I got so many plans with that type of stuff. Um like to to the point where I haven't even been able to do um like what Devin is saying, you know, kind of just take a break and relax and enjoy. I haven't really focused on that because I've been so uh, driven to be like, all right, I can get this money to get this, so let me go do it. Um, I plan on kind of slowing down a little bit in the coming days or weeks um, so I can actually enjoy the stuff. But other than that, that's kind of been my thing. Um, so that, that's been, yeah, that's been a guilty pleasure because, you know, like my mom and my sister are like, you don't have to do it all right now. And I'm like, nah, surely I got to get it done. So um, that's kind of out here, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the beautiful part is, <clears throat> Like my sister just bought a house. Um, my best friend just bought a house. So we're all kind of like in this conversation bubble of constant like ideas and um, you know what I mean? Like appliances this and what should go that and smart home this and da 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 da. So it's kind of cool to have those uh, conversations, um, you know, that we weren't having before. So that's kind of been really 
like a good thing for me. So I guess that'd be my guilty pleasure in that. Um, does anybody miss anything or anything that, you know, now that you maybe can't do it, you might have realized like you took some stuff for granted in your everyday life. Cause you know, amazing gotta wake up, go to work while she watch a child and she, you know, missing that daycare probably a little bit right now. I ain't gonna answer that question, but we. Oh, go back! I thought you did. My bad. No, um, I don't think I missed anything. <laughs> okay, so what was your guilty pleasure then? Since you, what, I missed the answer. I don't really have one. Oh my god! <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, not one that I'll mention, but I get high a lot. I've always got high a lot, but I get. Bye, nigga. <laughs> I got a lot. It helps with my mental though. Um my thought process is a uh, it's a lot better when I'm high and I write down um my thoughts. Some of them be some of them be left, but a lot of them be in the center. Um and then I revisit them when I'm not high and then I plan on it. Um and then also I'm kind of in the middle between y'all two, the twins. Um, a part of me is learning myself and then a part of me is like this is the time that I need to get everything done like like I don't have much to do to the point where I'm so busy so I'm trying as far as my business um, my clothing business and then as far as me doing lashes I'm trying to get everything in order um, I'm trying to buy a barn at this point if it's not a house something <laughs> that I also want a new car. So I'm doing a lot of planning, even though I just bought a new car. But um yes. Now as far as me waking up with this one, um it's I don't think I really miss anything too much. It's not necessarily daycare because like I said, I'm still learning her and I'm learning how she's reacting to this. Although a lot of people be like, you know, kids just sit there and play outside, whatever the case may be. But her being so young and I can't say hey you know you can't go outside or you can't go to daycare because of whatever is going on I'm able to learn her and then able to gain a lot more patience with her while trying to understand her as she's going through this journey as well as I am I don't really miss too much because I can get drunk in the house I get high in the house I can see you on FaceTime and be cool with it at the rest of my activities so I don't miss too much Mm. I like people either. Um, I mean, I, the biggest thing I miss is is basketball, sports, coaching. That's a um, that's a big part of who I am, it, and it's become such a routine of my everyday life. We uh, we coach, we practice, we we mentor, whatever it is, and that all of that is therapeutic for me. It's all um, fulfilling. Um, so I miss a big part of that because I feel like that's one of my main purposes in life and I, I'm not able to fully fulfill that purpose right now because we can't do anything. Um, outside of that, I don't think I really miss, again, I'm more of a, I'm not an introvert, but I have introverted ways as far as, I, didn't, I never was a big person at the bar or the club or none of that stuff. So the fact that all those things are closed, I really I wouldn't know if they were closed or open because I never really frequented those establishments like those establishments that much. Um, so, 
I really missed nothing. I missed the opportunity to do it. If I ever wanted to, I could. And then, um, no, I don't miss nothing because I just had a, a movie date last night and it was 100% free. So, you know, I'm saving money on that too. These these women ain't costing me shit. Um, I even tried to get her food if she wasn't hungry. I guess she ate all day because she's in the house. So, um, no, I really don't. If you really don't miss anything. Somebody, um... So the key word in that was date. You know, I, I just don't, I don't feed anybody. So um, I'm throwing it out there. If you ever like want to feed like the needy or something, or you want to give. I mean, you know, I got you with the Popeyes. Is uh, you know, I was gonna get her some like, you know, but McDonald's got grandpa. Hand me a Popeyes. Popeyes was almost on the line, but you just took it too far. <laughs> Dang, not Wendy's. Okay, Wendy's four for four. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even get a right. You can get two four people. You know what I'm saying? Just Instacart might get you eight dollars. You know what I'm saying? I got you. Yeah, you get it. Um, I low key uh, this land football. Like this joint, like it happened like right before our season was about to start. And that joint just canceled. That joint. It was just crazy. So. Uh, football, something about I, I missed. Um, and what else? Um, I guess like being, like you said, like being able to go out places, malls, stuff like that. Kind of miss that. Just being, you know, in a different <laughs> environment. But it is what it is. You know, I, at the end of the day, I don't trip about it. I sleep the same way I was sleeping, you know, eight weeks ago. So ain't nothing changed. Oh, just a tidbit. God is dope. Uh, having like a huge sale right now, anybody big know. sale like shirts like five shirts are six dollars. So just so you know, um, sorry, I just wanted to put that out there because when it's gone, it's gone, and you don't want to miss that. Um, I miss shit that I that I didn't do. Like, <clears throat> so whenever when everything opens up in a in a in a in a safe manner. So not just because they say we can go back out. In a safe zone. Um, where we have more information on how we can live life with the virus. Because the virus is not going away. Um, you know what I mean? So when we have more control over it, when we have true numbers and true statistics on, like, what's the next? The next yeah, like, you know, I, I know that's a, a minute away from happening. I really truly believe it's going to be a while. Um, but, like, I plan on going out more when, you know, when, when it's safe to do so. Um, just to kind of enjoy the liberties of life that we can't have right now. Um, you know what I mean? Because, you know, like everybody said, I'm pretty much a homebody. I go out here and there. But to not have the option is kind of like what fucks me up. Because it's like, damn, I feel good today. I woke up feeling great. You know what I'm saying? I got a nice clothes in the closet. But I can't, can't put them on and go nowhere. Like, I ain't got my hair done. outfit in eight weeks. I ain't got my hair done and shit. What? Like, where am I going? Hi. Hi. Hey. Hey. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, this is like, I'm, you know, I'm not doing all that extra stuff because it's like, for what? You can't go smacking nobody in the grocery store because they acting like, you know, it's... it's got the coronavirus. Yeah, like you got the virus. It's like, damn. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. I'm got my mask on. I'm giving you the six feet. Just trying to have a conversation. 
and you got these leggings on and your ass is out. You knew you was coming to this goddamn grocery store and we ain't got shit to do like look at you your ass. You had in war or whatever you said about your outfits in eight weeks. Like, why should yeah. you get to the grocery store? But I ain't rocking the gray sweatpants with the dick print. Well, that's your problem. Jesus Christ, right, well, fuck it. I'm about to start walking around the grocery store with the medium uh, swole on. Just like, <laughs> how y'all doing today? Yeah. Peep the print. Peep the print. I don't, I don't, I don't. Yeah, I just want to flaunt the ass. Jesus. I mean, but if you got a lot of ass, how you, how you, how yeah, you. Yeah, but I mean, that's a whole nother topic because, like, they, you can't get offended when we approach you. Mask or no mask, let me your ass. Like, the ass. <laughs> you can't get mad. It's out there for us to but see. But if God gave her that ass, so how... Don't be mad when we come at you because the ass is looking right. Okay. Quarantine booty. I'm sorry. <laughs> First of all, God bless you. <laughs> mm. And that's the, that's the only bro. Target is the mall right now, so don't bro. We we out here shopping too. We out here shopping too. Okay. Target. Target is I'm the shopping, mall. I'm shopping for a queen, Slim, and you looking like the one. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> that was funny. Um, Sorry. So with the corona and all that, you know, some of us I don't know everybody's financial situation, but some of us got a check from the good Donald. Um, you know what I mean? With a couple, couple, couple hundred dollars, couple hundred dollars. So, um, what's your, what's your thoughts on the, on the relief bill, the stimulus check? Was it enough? Is it not enough? Do you think they should continue or find a way to give us some more? Or is it just a way for us to get money and be ignorant? I don't think it was enough. Um, for me, it was a boost to my savings, you know, You're a little frozen, so I don't really know. I was about to say, is that my laptop? Like, uh, Wi-Fi. For me. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> um, yeah. <clears throat> nah, but for me, um, it was a boost to my savings. You know, try to save up for this house and all that. Um, what else? I don't think it was enough. I think it should give us more. You know what I mean? But uh, I know the Democrats are pushing to get us another check until all this is all over with. So if the Democrats pull us off, you know, I'm with it. You know, I can take an extra 1200 or two stacks, you know, a month until it's all over with. Help, help me out get this house. You know what I mean? Pay for this wedding. Shit ain't cheap. <laughs> Nays, you want to go now? The Kevin guy. She, she, she muted again. She muted. Oh, oh, no. You don't even be pressing it. No, you can go ahead. <laughs> right. I think about what I wanted to say. Um, so I don't. Uh, I don't think it was enough, but I, I think in the context of how it was, how it was handled, and because for the most part, a vast majority of people qualified for it. Um, based off of the, the, the amount of money you earn per year. So the fact that everybody got one for the most part, <clears throat> and then you got extra if you have children, 
I think it wasn't enough, but I don't, I mean, I'm not in the politics or anything like that, but I don't know how much more they can give per person because you got to also remember that, and I'm not knocking nobody's hustle or anything like that, but there are people that are still working and some people that are still earning a regular paycheck that still got that assistance. So yeah. with that being said, it's kind of like, you know, they were, I'm going to take sympathy a little bit they were kind of stretched pretty thin because this is a big country of a citizen so you know i think that was somewhat of a fair number considering that you got help even if you were still working every day um and still getting like me for example even though i didn't get mine yet because i didn't find my taxes one time mm-hmm. years ago but um it's coming but um so so somebody like me who's still getting a full paycheck and to still be able to get that 1200 and you look to, you know, I could look outside to my neighbor and, and they're not working or earning a check. And they still, they, I got the same amount that they got. So I think, I think it was somewhat fair, but for everybody's different situations, it wasn't enough depending upon your, your income status at the moment. Um, so I haven't seen mine yet, but when it comes, it'll, like Kevin said, Kevin Lamar, it'll, it'll definitely be a boost to my savings into anything that I have planned on doing or purchasing in the near future. Yeah. I mean, but you still got people, you know, who got the check that's getting unemployment. And, and I don't know how, like, I've been seeing things like that, that some people get like 3600 a month from unemployment. I don't know how true these things are, but, and then I don't know how it works. It's like, where does this money come from? We're, we're already a country that's in debt. So we're like, I don't know how all this shit is funded, how it gets repaid. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, just know your roads ain't gonna get fixed for the next ten years. You know, or even yeah, and even you know, I've I've seen stuff where they're they're considering right now they're gonna let it be up to certain states as far as if you gotta quote unquote or pay that money back when you file your taxes for 2020. Um, there's just so many things that are still unknown about all of this. You know what I'm saying? So that's something, it's hard for me to say it wasn't enough, but you know, some people aren't getting any checks. So, you know. Yeah. I don't think it was enough mainly because of how long it's lasting. I mean, that, you know, that's the biggest thing that keeps sticking out in my mind. Um, You know, we have like, you know, even here, Prince George's County, uh, it's extended till June 1st. In D.C., it's extended to June 8th. And Kevin alluded to, it'll probably get pushed back uh, when that when that date gets a little closer. Um, so, you know, because of how long it's lasting, I don't think it was enough. Because what's $1,200 really, especially for those who are, you know, taking care of their entire family with their paycheck or have kids they have to take care of, you know, $1,200 ain't going to last you but maybe three weeks. A week or two. Maybe, yeah. I mean, generous with the three weeks. So, <clears throat> from that aspect of it, I don't think it was enough. And like I said, I know they're trying to fight to get us a little more or, or another one or whatever the system is, um, which would be great. So, for me personally... I think they reopening the country. <laughs> they're not trying yeah, to that, that that's what I've been telling people, too. That, that's why they're trying to do it. You know, the liberals, I think that's the right political term for that. Um, We're going to go with it. <laughs> uh, you know, they're trying to reopen stuff so the money can start trickling in so they can say... Yeah, we're we're recovering and we don't have to give any more money out. So you got to see how that go. But um, I don't think it was enough. I think people still need that relief and that help. Um, <clears throat> the numbers are ridiculous. 
Um, you know what I mean? And like I said, every people have their own rules in place. So like Atlanta has pretty much said, fuck it. Y'all, y'all can fend for yourselves. <laughs> and then, you know, you have other states who are kind of a little more respectful of the citizens that reside there. Um, so, you know, hopefully they figure something out, but I'm not really worried about that tax code. <laughs> stuff, shit. I mean, I deal with it when it come, you know what I mean? Like, I don't care how they repay what, who do, I don't give a shit. That's above my pay grade. So if they can give me a check, God damn it, I'm gonna take the check. Luckily for me, I haven't used my check. I haven't cashed it. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm trying to be really uh, uh, responsible in how I utilize it. So um, at some point, though, it's gonna get, it's gonna get touched. <laughs> Another thing is I look at my check as like hazard pay. Cause I, I do got to go to work. You know, I still got to go, you know, mix and mingle with people and stuff like that. So I took my check as like a hazard pay payment. You know what I mean? So. Very good. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm kind of doing the same thing, even though, again, I haven't gotten that check. So I've pretty much supplemented my regular pay and then what I make on the side with this. I don't want to keep plugging them because they're not. Oh, they got paying me. Well, Instacart though, but you know, so I really don't have to touch my my normal checks. So, which again, as we all said, you know, get to save more money and stuff like that. So, man, how much y'all making off this Instacart? Hey. I might be a platform. <laughs> hey. I got that referral. <laughs> code. So I, know, I did like at the peak huh? of it. I, I'm gonna text you when we get offline. I'm text. But at the at the peak at the peak of it, so I, and King Jamil was um King Smoke shit. Woo! King Smoke was he started a little bit earlier than me because I had I was like when this first popped off I was I had the flu so I was I I couldn't really do it like I wanted to. But at the peak of it, I mean, you got people that were making. I think my best week was about sixteen hundred or so. Um, send a referral right now. <laughs> And that was one week, and again, like the 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 benefit of it right of right now is like so that money is like upfront money. There's no, it's not taxed. It's not none of that. Even though it will catch up to me in the back end, but come at me, bro, whatever. But um, so at the peak of it, like you could make anywhere between. I'm on the low side, probably like at least a thousand, and on the high side, you were like sixteen, seventeen, eighteen hundred dollars in one week. Nigga. Yeah, no, I can't when I tell yeah. you. They said, yeah, school is closing. I got the fuck in my car. I got to the grocery store. I was working. <laughs> I've been busting ass. I ain't going to get my n- numbers because I'm Uncle Sam to hit my head today. I'm going to just say I'm in another tax bracket. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Stay home. Put your orders in. If you're in the Forsville, Waldorf area, I got you. My comments is great. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting good feedback from my customers. I'm serving the people. I'm doing my thing. <laughs> Yeah, I think so. I did the math, and like, and this was at a six week period. After about six weeks, I made close to about six thousand dollars. Hell, I'm about 15 days. How many, how many loaf of bread you want? <laughs> so that's what I tell, like, you know, for, for somebody like me, and I'm grateful that at this point in time, I have no obligations. I have no relationship. I have no children. So I'm able to wake up and go freely, come and go freely. So yeah, the peak of it though, man, it was bumping. It's still like, you can still make good money from it now. It's just a lot slower now. I I presume it'll get slower as uh, the state reopens and 
more people outside. But if you got the time to do it and you ain't, well, we can't do shit else. So, uh, you know, get to walk around the market again, look at the scattered ass in the head because everybody in the store. Um, and that's why I also discovered my, like, I'd be in the gym. I have fun with it. I'd be partying to myself. I'd be dancing. I don't give a fuck who's looking at me. On your way to the store. Both. You got to have fun. Because that's that's the only fun you're going to have the whole day. You know what I'm saying? Like, the car, the store, and then you back in the house. So, well, I still, I, I've been out. So, I have fun. Yeah. I've been outside. You know what I'm saying? I just, I've been outside by myself. Um, or in the store. Uh, so, you know. <clears throat> that's where the idea to do the covers and stuff came to me in the store. Just... You know, playing the bop. The covers came to you in the store while you was partying. Yeah, just playing the bop. I was in the, I was in the middle of the store singing like my little ass off. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, you know, I'm gonna just do this. You know. Out loud. <laughs> yeah, I don't be caring, and then I be wanting feedback. That's that's like your your audience, your test run. Oh, so you want to walk around with his headphones on? Just say, ooh, yeah, yeah, just <laughs> in the bread aisle. Just. I would be like, this nigga don't stop. Shut the fuck uh, uh, what's the joke that came on? No, not your jerk. Oh, uh, that joke, SpongeBob, second Cali Patties came on in my headphones one time. I'm in the aisle just doing my dance. Like, man, you gotta have fun, man. You gotta entertain yourself because, you know, Netflix ain't gonna hold you for so long. <laughs> you gotta find some other things to do. So I learned how to entertain myself. Um, <clears throat> Singing in a store? Yeah, man. I be laughing at myself. Who needs Kevin Hart? It's like, no. <laughs> nah, me, uh, my little, well, he like a little brother. We, he he doing some cartoons, too, so we literally be on the phone, like, all day just talking and shit. And he got road rage, so everything is move, bitch, and this and that. So we just be having a ball just talking to each other while we shopping. We uh, we doing a little, a little challenge right now, you know. Um, that I can't really indulge mm-hmm. in. Counterfeit shit. We call it a dash when we get to the delivery. So, you know, we don't need to be seen. So everything's a quick drop that shit at the door and roll out. So we be having fun with it. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's, that's been cool. That's been funny as shit, honestly. Um, but, you know, with all the things going on, you know what I mean? Like I said, we be in like week eight, two months now of being home. Um, and there are some talks about phase one and reopening some stuff. Um, so do you think it's too soon to reopen um, the state, the county, the country? Are we moving a little too prematurely trying to get back to somewhat of normalcy? Um, I'm going to say I think it's a little too soon. A little too soon. I mean, because it's like I think um, – like certain, like Maryland, for us, for example, like Governor Hogan, he opened up parks, like, uh, you know, somewhere people, y'all can go walk and stuff like that. I was all cool for that, <clears throat> but it's like now they about to start opening up salons and stuff like that. Um, I'm like, I'm cool with a lot of things to an extent, but like when you start opening up stuff like the mall, clubs, you know, stuff where everybody gonna flock to all day, every day. That's gonna be my issues. So, um, I think it's a little too soon. Uh, I was hoping that they'll wait like till like the summertime actually hit, 
to see what's going to be going on and see where we at with the numbers and stuff like that. But I mean, no, if you've been watching the news, you see the white folks. I need a haircut. You know, I want to. They're having a fucking. I want to go to. I want to go to prom, and you know, they they ain't having it. So, um, I, I say like about a month, everything will be probably open. I ain't gonna lie to you. So, I saw something on yeah, Twitter said now you see who the real soon. thugs are. <laughs> Anybody else think it's too soon, or I think it's too soon. Um, I don't understand how. I think it was two weeks ago. I don't watch the news that often either, but I think they were talking about. Oh, whenever they said that there was a new wave coming or, you know, in the, what is that, fall or winter, it's mm-hmm. going to get worse. And then here we are when um, Georgia opened up and everybody was like, oh, no, it's too soon. That's crazy. And then they talked about the new wave. And then it's now it's like, oh, okay, you guys can go too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just think that it's, it's way too soon. And then I also, it's sad, but very true that a lot of... <laughs> And I'm just going to speak about Black people because I'm Black, are ignorant. And when uh, tomorrow hits, or let's say Saturday, it'll be official Saturday, really, that you can go somewhere. Um, I mean, you can't do much, but I just feel like people are just going to start wilding out and they're going to stop wearing their mask and everything. It's just, it's going to look, it's going to get really stupid. And it's going to be majority, I don't know. It's going to be white folks, too. The unseasoned folks, they've been, they've been showing out a little bit. Um, but I definitely think it's going to get stupid. It's it's way too soon. And no, I can't come over. Neither can my child. And no, you can't come over neither. So um, that's that. I just I think that is. I think people need to relax. I don't want to be in the house, but I ain't trying to die right now either. <clears throat> yeah, I, I mean, think I- it's too soon. Like I don't see how you can open things back up when you still have like little to no information um about the virus like no vaccine um you're they're still saying that you could develop different symptoms so like it's just it's too new to say that it's okay to go back outside and like she was saying i think that people are going to get carried away just like we were in the grocery store yesterday and this white lady didn't even have her mask on like they let her in Hmm? Well, I think she came in with her scarf on, but like while she was in there, she, yeah, and that's why this black lady was about to beat her ass. (laughs) Because she told her to back up and they just start going off. But yeah, Mm -hmm. I I just think that once people think, since we're moving into phase one, um, I think they're going to get too relaxed and think that um, it's no possibility that you know, we can see an increase in numbers. And I feel like, like everybody has been saying, history repeats itself. Um, A lot of people were comparing this to like the Spanish flu and how everybody thought like it was gonna be chill, the numbers were decreasing. And then as soon as everything opened back up, like numbers went back up, so. Yeah, I agree that it's- um... I mean, they said in the fall, it was gonna be crazy, so. Yeah, because I was just having this conversation that, from what, again, I don't, what I've heard about it, what I've seen about it, briefs that I read, there, 
I feel like they're really banking on the weather changing because supposedly it can't survive in 80-degree weather. Um, mm-hmm. So it's like I think the government is more so like banking on – and one – they know more than what they're informing us about, number one. That's just- like, is that even true, though? Because I remember when um, it was a doctor on the news when this whole, all had, like, first started, and it was, like, no evidence that um, the virus can survive in heat. They were, like, germs typically don't um, – Have a temperature gauge. Yeah, like <laughs> – <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's too hot over there. No, I just feel like it. it's a lot. I feel like Donald Trump be lying and making up stuff. That's why he don't like for doctors to speak on the news because they be telling the truth. Like, I don't know. I'm not gonna listen to a politician. I'm gonna listen to a doctor. All right. Well, that's yeah. So yeah, uh, I mean, that's just, I don't. Again, not, none of us really know because they're only telling you what they want you to know and what they want you to whatever the propaganda mm-hmm. is. Um, I do think it's too soon. No, I do understand it. I had this conversation with my mom and my sister weeks ago. Um, I understand the capitalist mentality about it because this is how the money, money makes this world function. And so when you start to dig into those pockets and you start to touch people where it really, really hurts, um, health becomes second. Health has always been secondary to money and it, it, it it's become, um, uh, magnified even more so now because it's like you got a lot of businesses that are just going under because they can't recover from this particular loss. Um, so there is um, an incentive business-wise to reopen. I don't agree, but I, I do understand. Um, but I do believe it's too early because, as you said, one, we're all still too uneducated about it. Um, the majority of I'm just going to use people as a whole. I'm not going to put it to a race because I've seen multiple races not act accordingly um but as, as they you just said i think they're going to take it and run with it oh okay well let's reopen so i don't have to go out with my mask and i don't have to this and, and fuck social distancing and, like i have a, a guy that i grew up with he's on twitter every day crying about when the bar is going to open up and when is the happy hour and who having a cookout and like bro you're you're really pressed to be really too close to people and you don't know what's going to happen. And, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it's definitely too soon. It's too soon to be this uneducated. And it's crazy to me that, you know, you would think we live in the United States of America. We got all this great stuff and, you know, we don't know shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you would think in eight weeks, somebody in the world, one, all these goddamn geniuses could have figured some shit out. We boo-boo for real. But I so, think, like, the president is doing a very, very poor job because that, I feel see, that's that the thing, man. It's like I feel that he's coming on the news like trying to key. like normalize it like it's okay. Like he's going to places with people with no mask on. Like what message are you sending to the rest of the, the world? Like it makes no sense. Of this great hand. He just uh, And I mean well, he does that also to <laughs> deflect from Yeah. I'm not gonna put I mean no. I mean Again, I feel like he's I just hear. trying to send a message like if I don't have have to wear my mask, if I'm going out here like this and I don't have the virus, then it's safe for y'all to do it and to open up the economy. I think that's what the, that's the, the message he's already. trying. But I'm just saying, I think that's the message he's trying to send. Like he ain't telling nobody he got the vaccine. I ain't he's heard that. Yeah. He's deflecting. Like him and Mike Pence already got it. Oh, most definitely. 
<clears throat> but he's deflected like, from the fact that he got rid of <clears throat> he got rid of what Barack Obama put in place to help prepare us for something like this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So he's going to deflect and not wear a mask to make it seem okay and focus on the we world. We're, we're seeing a, a, a curve and we're doing this and we're doing that, but that's not everywhere. You, you know what I'm saying? So it's like I don't really, I really don't. I mean, that's that's who he is. I feel bad for the people who are really like struggling, the small businesses that are like going out of business because of all of this. But at the same time, I think it's a like really good eye opener for everybody. Like it's important to have a plan. Like if you can't go to work or get laid off or whatever, like it's important to have emergency fund and all of that stuff. So I feel like it's a, it's definitely a good eye opener. And it also lets you see that, like, this great nation supposedly can't even support you. Well, they were never built to. I'm going to Canada next year. <laughs> um, they get paid out there. <laughs> oh, but back to the, the question about, what do you get about month, like, not being able to do stuff. Uh, we were supposed to be in Jamaica in June, and I'm upset. I forgot all about that. Yeah, Karen was upset. That shit canceled her birthday trip. Yeah. <laughs> she was, yes. I do feel bad about that for people that have had birthdays. Even like my niece, she's two, so we weren't going to do, pretty sure we weren't going to do like nothing. But, you know, I will say that. Like, that's kind of, nobody wants to celebrate their shit inside. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, confined to a, a microphone and a, and a camera to celebrate with other people. That's kind of heartbreaking. And then even for proms and graduations, you know, even when we graduated high school, I know, like, you know, that, that four years is illuminated in in one day. You know what I'm saying? So for kids to not get that, and high school and college people as well, to not get that. Um, and the graduation cookouts, we make all your money. Um, so, you know, different things like that. Like, that, those are things that I uh, empathize with and uh, – you know, feel bad about. Um, <clears throat> so they led to the final question of the night with her comment about, you know, being an eye opener. Um, so what, what has been, I mean, I know we touched on a lot of different things, but what has been the most eye opening thing to you um, personally from whatever uh, aspect it is that you, you're thinking from, um, you know, during this whole time, like, was it really cultural attention and made you say, wow, like, this is, this is this or this is that? Um, People are dirty. Everybody's dirty. And we don't realize. I'm sorry. That's true, that's true though. Like, it's normalized. Like, um, I was talking to a friend and he was saying, you know, no one, you don't pay attention to how disgusting you are in the everyday life. Like, i I work at a desk, obviously, so I'm on a computer, you know, you type it on the computer, and I'm eating a bag of chips at the same time, and then I'm still typing on the computer, I'm answering the phone, and then I'm licking Dorito dust off my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> it's nasty, like, we, we don't understand, and then there's so many, and I'm going to talk about race, white people. <laughs> no, I can't just say white people, but there's so many different races that use the bathroom and don't wash their hands. I see it. I watched a nigga do that the other day. And I was like, nigga, pandemic. (laughs) No, watched him. I I noticed he didn't wash his goddamn hands. It's like, nigga, it's a sign right here. Corona. Like, (laughs) 
funny. It's funny because I've seen a video where you know how you saying like people are really dirty. It's like a doctor was like, we're as humans, we're so used to like touching shit, you know, touching our phone, picking up everything, stuff like that. It's natural. Those are like natural germs that we have on our body. But I think like you know, taking care of yourself behind people, like somebody do something, you, you go right behind them. Yeah, clean up after yourself because you don't know what they got and stuff like that. But um, you know, you on you know typing on your computer, eating your chips, that's you. That's all you. That's your germs. You know, you ain't gonna pick up all the other germs from your germs. You know what I mean? But um, a, a good eye opener that I've noticed was like how everybody, like even white people, black people, everybody out walking, exercising outside now. You can't go to the gym. Like they getting outside, they being active outside, stuff like that. And that's that's pretty eye opening to me that everybody's still trying to find a way to you know stay healthy. So. Yeah. Um, to piggyback off of amazing, yeah. So I used to do IT, and yeah, niggas is disgusting. You you'd be surprised what you find in the keyboard. Uh-huh. It'd be, you know, it'd be I know. Um, <laughs> like, it'd be, it, I can literally miss the time. like, man, just throw that shit away. Like, people are disgusting. And whether they realize it or not, they, we've, we've neglected the fact that, you know, these are, like, the, the key thing to a part of not spreading this disease is to just sanitize. Mm-hmm. And you'd be surprised how many people don't do that, i.e., as you mentioned, you know, like going to the bathroom and not washing your hands after. Don't know how to. It sounds really crazy, but a lot of people don't know how to properly. Yeah, because we've been so just like, oh, whatever. I just pissed all over the toilet seat, and I'm just gonna leave it for somebody else. So, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we just, um, but the uh, eye opener for me is like, it's gonna it's gonna be like people be, like people be power tripping. Like I noticed that more so like you go in the grocery store and, and the motherfucker think because these arrows are down that you're about to just talk to me any kind of way you know what i'm saying like i went the wrong way on purpose because i want the mayonnaise like you know like i done had some experiences in these grocery stores and i don't had I, i've been a, a hair from cursing the old like oh, anybody no, the arrows are for like you go up and go <laughs> She thought they was drunk. Grocery store. I've only gone to the grocery store twice, and I've only gone at six o'clock in the morning. So I'm still. I don't nobody in there. What the fuck is going on? No, it be people in there, but I don't be paying attention to the line. Yeah, the old people. Yeah, you going doing the them, like you not going doing the, the vulnerable person's time. That's designated. <laughs> <laughs> they, they probably cussing your ass out. Fuck is she doing in here? She ain't got no walker, no wheelchair. I did have to cuss her old because she was minding my goddamn business. Cause she talking about you don't look you look a little young to be 50. I said, Well, bitch, I'm 50. Get the fuck out of my face. I'm working. Does that mean that only seniors can go, or is it just not only but primarily like it's it's designated? Well, I got hate hand- niggas keep hitting the bike. Your fault. Her hair. Mm-hmm. It's her lock. <laughs> she took it. <laughs> This is my <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's been the big and like so. I mean, Kevin Lamar said it too. Um, you know, I've seen a lot more people taking whether it be interest or time in their 
their physical fitness and their attempts to try to get healthier or get healthy or maintain health and all that. So, um, I mean, there's been a lot of a lot of different things that have been like eye openers um, to me too. And it's so not to like amazing saying to point out to you're you're learning a lot about your friends and who you can trust and who you can't trust based off of their behaviors. So. Like I've come across people that will you're you're more willing to let a particular person in your home if you know for a fact that they are, you know what I mean, uh, social distancing. They're practicing the right things. They're not going out a lot. They're not hanging around multitudes of people. And then there's some people that you're looking at from afar. And you're like, yo, like this nigga ain't this nigga ain't following no CDC guidelines or none of that. And so you learn a lot about your peers and who you can you know trust your your livelihood with sometimes even in the that's taking it real deep but like you know what i'm saying like if you can't maintain social distancing you're too pressed to be out in dangerous times like i can't really mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying oh, a lot of people like that we can't kick it no more my nigga like even when we even when they cut off social distancing i'm gonna need six feet because you're just nasty you know what i'm saying like or too pressed to be like around. a different point of view for the whole um you said people well not necessarily not follow, following the guidelines but people that are like pressed to go outside yeah um, little confession i don't i live with my mom i don't get along with my mom i don't i'm not gonna say i don't get along with my mom but we're not on the same level like we don't have a great relationship so being in the house with her 24 7 mm. i'll be like so okay like, I, don't, I don't know how much time we... That is a different thing oh, because... Because that's, that's a story for another day. But oh, no, I, no, only just, because... Oh, God, I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. <laughs> no, go. I lost it. Oh, my God. What y'all don't pay Never mind. I was just... Because... <laughs> because um, only because I want to bring it up because that is a different aspect because... You know, we're, we're teachers, and we I hear about it in our staff meetings and stuff, that for the, the, the people that have, whether it be domestic issues at home, mental health issues with, you know, whatever is going on, you have, a, I mean, I, I commend a lot of our counties and, and different churches and things stepping up and providing meals for people, because there is like a, a dramatic effect on others. You know, some people aren't affected as, as I am, but other people are. And so for some kids, you know, I think about from the kids, for some kids, it's not healthy to be at home. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, whether and there, there's kids that get abused at home and now they're forced to be in the house for hours at a time um, with the abusive parent or the abusive, you know, stepfather or whoever it could be, stepmother, boyfriend, whatever. Um, you also have... Um, I'll just encourage you know, them to make calls because I am still working and we are still snatching kids from the home. That's good Work to know. The CPS? I got mm-hmm. a house for you today. Oh, real? oh we got chat offline. <laughs> I'm a wonderful mother. No, this is this is more like on the career I'm a wonderful <laughs> No, this is like on a career field level. Oh, okay. <laughs> so. And then also even the learning process for people is, is been affected because some students just don't do well sitting in front of a computer all day trying to learn something that they, uh-huh. they they miss that interaction they miss even as you said even your daughter is just she probably can't uh, articulate that she misses it but she misses being around like my you know her peers and people to, to play mm-hmm. with and that's how you grow a lot of times just through communication and through interaction so 
that's been affected too. So there is obviously a downside to being inside the house. Um, we talking about the people that are of sound mind and body that just can't sit still because they just gotta be out partying and like you just need to work on your lifestyle changes a little bit because mm. what you what you've been doing is really well, not normal. The reason is a lifestyle improvement, I'll say, is always good. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, you seeing a lot of people, a lot of people posting stuff like, "Oh, I can't wait till it's over." Like, damn, you gotta like, you you want to be seen that bad, like that you willing to go out and risk your life? There's people out there that really like want to be seen, like want to be on a happy hours, pulling up to a club and stuff like that. Like, motherfuckers need that, and I was like, I feel sorry for them. You know, if you want to go out. There you go. You be another. another you put all y'all in the pot together. Keep me the fuck away from that. Shit. <laughs> I'm a, I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna peek. I'm gonna peek in the pot. I'm gonna take a little. No. Hey, how y'all doing in there? Look a little fun. Listen. <laughs> but drive by. I'm not no. gonna. Lie. I'm a peek. I'm a peek. Goddamn it. Uh, no, just, um, yes. There's some album and stuff for me. I'm trying to be brief about it. Um, it's a couple of things, but it's two things I really wanted to speak on um number one i really do understand when they say if, if um since was common everyone would have some people don't have it um especially like the instacart stuff like it's a bunch of stories but like if you go to get some tissue and i refund it that means they don't fucking have it so don't sit here and request for another brand, for another style. I just hit that ass with it. They're out of all got it. paper products. They're not going to have no wipes. They're not going to have no spray. They're not going to have none of that shit. So why people think the internet is the gospel? Because they're like, it's on the app. Well, bitch, it's not in the store. I'm here. It's not here. Um, that That's kind of like the one thing. It's like people kind of like that. They rely on technology to be like, oh, it says they have it. Well, come on now. We're in a pandemic. That stuff is going to the people who need it on the front lines. Like, we're really not going to get it in abundance. Um, so that's one thing. And then on a little bit more um, serious note, um, I think that, and they, this might be something that you know, even in Asian 2, y'all might know or could kind of... Uh, rationalized for us. I think that we need to create levels to mental health because I feel as though some people are using depression uh, a little too loosely um, because they're going through something that is trying. Like none of us has ever gone through this. So it's an adjustment for all of us. But for some, some people could really very well be depressed through it because this might have hit at the peak of other things going on. Um, but some people who was just totally fine and then now, oh, I'm such, I'm so depressed. No, that's not depression. You're just going through something that you haven't gone through and you need to kind of take a step back and figure it out. Um, and yeah, I'm you're just bored. That, that has actually <laughs> gone through. And I hate to try to like downplay anyone's troubles. Um, but you know, I've gone through actual depression and suicidal thoughts and stuff like that in my past. So it's like when people say it, and then you hear them saying it because like they can't leave the house or they can't go to, you know, like y'all say, like the club or whatever, or they can't go to happy hours. Like that's not real depression. Um, so I think that, you know, people need to work on their common sense. Um, and if we can kind of create like a stand, not a standard, but like a level to 
that word. You know what I mean? Like maybe it can be called something else what they're going through. So, so they feel like they have a diagnosis for their problem. Um, but that, that would kind of be like the biggest eye openers to me so far. Um, outside of education and all that type of stuff. Um, it's kind of what I've been noticing in these eight weeks. And counting. Yeah, and counting. All right, but if we're all good on our... I mean, I ain't got shit else to do. We can talk about right now. Um, again, it's been good to get back. It's in a different format. So for those when you hear it, we are recording through Zoom. Um, video Super good. So, you know, it's that's where you get the – we try and see who's going to talk or who talking and slow down, who on mute, who not. Because, um, again, we got to adjust too. So we're figuring out to get, get back to it a little bit um, and, and put on some, you know, some stuff to give you something to listen to on your time in the house. All right? So if anyone got anything they want to say before we sign out? Um, I'm a, once again, I'm going to plug uh, the happy hour on YouTube. Um, I also want to pay for these plugs, goddamn <laughs> But no, I also want to because I, I again I want to invite you guys out to one to do an episode. So be camera ready because it goes live and everything like that. But um, like even this conversation was it was like flawless and free flowing. So I want to capture that and use it. Um, so you know, I just want to throw that out there. But other than that, I mean. Biggest thing is, man, stay stay safe uh, during this time. Stay, do your best to stay sane. Um, and I, I see on, on, on social media, it's not a competition. So yes, we're talking about things we're able to accomplish because we have the time to do so. But some people are not. Again, as King uh, King Smoke, I want to say Jamil, and but um, you just said this is something that we're all going through. It's different. It's a new norm, unfortunately. Um, and everybody processes change differently. So, um, but, you know, stay safe, stay sane, and do your best just to make it through. And um, be patient before you go outside. You know what I'm saying? Everything that look good ain't good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just want to add that stay positive. You know what I mean? Stay positive. Stay hopeful. Stay faithful. Rely on your faith. Um, you know, like you said, it's a trying time, but we're gonna get through it. We get through everything else. Um, stack your money, you know what I mean? Yes. So that, best you can. Best you can, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, that's it, man. That's so when outside is open, nigga, we that's what we're not doing. I'm not even <laughs> a big stripper person, but you hit me. I'm gonna have to pull up when it's Oh yeah, King Smoke, you gonna say strip club on this? You got damn right. Oh my god. <laughs> Look, it's all my money accident. from that day I work is going to the house. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you you want another dance? No, that's all Instacart made me today. <laughs> you get my earnings for the day, baby. And I got to go. I, I did, ain't good to hit it with the, my tips don't come till next week. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. I'm gonna be a little nervous. You gotta wait, you gotta wait till Wednesday for the tips, baby. <laughs> you, you, you digging into my real money. <laughs> <laughs> that's my check. Talking about my check now. Shit. Yeah, so again, thanks for listening. Uh, you know, you're now tuned into the super good. Uh super good. So good. We get back at y'all uh, real soon. Um, y'all again, enjoy, be safe, uh, and stay positive. It's cool, man. Got red bottoms on. Life is good. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Stash caught a brick, another half, and I got another 20 on the vision. Special little flipping in a caddy for the kitchen. I'm a hustle to the car, came with another brick.